Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles, uh, just Charles with you today, with a special guest, Guillaume Pichon, uh, who's just written the book The Dark Cloud, uh, which comes out uh, in a few weeks with, in, by Scribe, is that right? Sure, yeah. yes. It's yeah. Scribe Publishing. Actually, it's, it's, it's released and published today. Oh, it's, it's, it's out. Oh, well, there you go. Everyone should go and buy it. And basically it's all about how terrible we are as a human race. (laughs) Essentially (laughs) how everything we're doing in the digital world is basically you thought it was good but actually it's terrible. So – why did you write this book, Guillaume? Well, Charles, I, I don't want to, you know, um, uh, give lessons of morality to mm. our listeners. Mm. I am online all the time, but I just want to stress the fact, as you said, that mm. our virtual actions mm. are not virtual. They are very much material and they impact the earth. Mm. I am a journalist. I live in France. I'm an investigative reporter traveling on the field. And for two years... I thought, what about this cloud thing, this dematerialized thing, these virtual things? Mm. Is it really virtual? And I followed the trail of an email. Mm. Literally, you can follow an email around the world from data centers to submarine cables, satellites, Mm. 5G and 4G networks, mines, electricity networks. And when you follow such a trail... There's nothing virtual, and we need to be conscious of that. Mm, it's actually, it, it exists physically. Well, you, yeah. actually, you actually say one of the factoids in your book is that if you send an email with a large attachment, yeah. that's the energy equivalent of what, like an hour, leaving a light on for an hour. I, I turn it into CO2 emissions, yeah, and right. it's 20 grams of CO2 emissions, which is the equivalent of running 150 meters with your car. Yeah, so it's it's real. Yeah, it's yeah. It's per and email, can, and you and you can multiply that for everything that you do online. If you mm. want to watch a video, for example, it's mm. very energy consuming. Mm. If you want to watch a Netflix series, don't get me wrong. I'm not a Taliban. Mm. I'm not saying don't watch TV and listen music <laughs> anymore. Sounds like you are. No, <laughs> I'm not. I wouldn't have come from so far. <laughs> but basically, it has an impact. And the thing is, keep living your life in this way. But, you know, keep this in mind mm. because it's going to yeah. become something so strong in the future. We're going to get to cryptocurrencies and metaverse mm. and other chat GPT mm. that it might become really something just uncontrollable. Yeah. And you need to be aware of this as a consumer and as a citizen. So what you're saying is we can still keep doing everything that we're doing, but we should just feel terribly, awfully guilty about it. <laughs> is, that, is that the idea? Once again, <laughs> I'm not into guiltiness <laughs> because I need internet to write my mm. books, to investigate yeah. Uh, I need uh, social networks to let people know about my book. Mm. So I'm not going once again to make people feel guilty. But um, once again, everything comes at a cost. And Mm. don't believe this wonderful message which says, oh, you're going to be able to do whatever you want to do online. You're going to get richer. You're going to get more wealthy. Mm. 
Is that's not going to come for any cost at the planet. That's just not true. And because we are so much into this climate change stuff and fighting climate change, and that enrich the debates mm. to yeah. understand that this virtual stuff mm. is 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 not virtual. I think you're a little bit mistaken. We're in Australia here, yeah. uh, which means that <laughs> we we actually are in favour of climate change. We 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 the second biggest polluter in the world. We've got the coal. We're trying yeah. to sell it yeah. off before everyone yeah. gives up on it. Yeah. I, I, I think your message is, you know, use the internet more because, you know. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, the, but, but, the, but, the it, thing, child, is yeah. the electricity for your emails. Where does it come from? Well, hopefully it, it coal. May, it may come from coal. <laughs> yeah, right. So I'm not saying keep using emails yeah. instead of coal because if you use emails in a point, you may be it using is coal, the coal for that. Yeah. So it's not contradictory. Okay, so, so the thing is... What fascinated me about this book is that like we got we got sold like like Apple sells itself as an environmentally friendly company. They they've got a target that they'll be completely carbon neutral by 2030. Google has a similar thing. Most of their data centers are now, you know, running off solar and wind and stuff like that. They sell themselves as carbon neutral. What what have they not told us about that equation? Like, is it not more environmentally friendly for us to stick at home and, and send out some emails than commute mm. into work mm. and, you know? If you were sending an envelope, an envelope with a written letter to mm. someone, that would come at, at a much higher price for the planet than to send an email. Mm. The thing is, Charles, we don't send envelopes today with a word on it written, thank you, mm. I'm coming. Mm. So what I mean is you don't compare a mail to an email. Yeah. You compare mails as they used to be at the time, the quantity of them, mm. comparing to the 363 billion emails, mm. including spams, yes. we send every day <laughs> on the earth. Yeah. So this is what and, we call the rebound just, effect. That's just my emails. Like that's yeah. how many emails I send. And I'm not even counting the videos mm. and all this kind of thing. So basically what does internet do is that it nurtures new ways of using internet. Yes. You didn't think 10 years ago you would use internet the way you use it today. And mm. if I see you back in 10 years, the way we use internet will be crazy compared to what mm. we do today. So what I mean is, obviously it comes at a higher and higher cost. There is an inflation here. Mm. And then comes the Google companies saying, oh, we, everything is green. Mm. We just want to yes. make sure we're carbon neutral and we just want to run our electricity out of solar panels and wind turbines, yes. which is very true. It's carbon neutral in a way. Then they buy, uh, you know, um, CO2 credits. So basically you yeah, plant offset. trees, yeah. they offset. You plant trees, which you can you can investigate that. Oh, really? no. You, I, want, you want to look a, really what's behind that. It's a total scam. My mum yeah. <laughs> grew a forest and it was funded out of carbon offset. Like, like basically she grew this forest and they, and they paid for the planting of all the trees because she was getting these offsets, right? It, there was then a bushfire. It burnt down 100,000 trees. She's still earning the offsets from the trees that don't exist. It's brilliant. It's a genius <laughs> grift. Like, <laughs> and so this, this is the issue. So it's not that, I mean, brilliant, let's plant trees, right? Yeah. But just don't take this for granted mm. as such. It, it should go much further in, in the way you, you look at this offsetting stuff. And then there's an amazing solution, which is literally you want to move the cloud. You want to take the cat videos, mm. you want to take the emails, you want to take the likes, you want to take mm. the swipes, and you want to 
take them from one place and move them to another place in the world. And this is what Facebook is doing with our Facebook accounts, some of mostly the European consumers. Mm. And they move the cloud, which means the data centers and servers, mm. to the far north of the European continent, into mm. the Lapland. Yes. And our cat videos and emails and, you know, angers on social networks are literally stored under meters of snow 24-7, 365 days a year, close to the Arctic Circle, because over there it's cold. Mm. So you don't need to use uh, electricity to run cooling plants in order to refresh the servers. Mm. You just open, I exaggerate, open the, door. the door of the data center <laughs> and you let the fresh air breathe in. Mm. And so your emails are getting refreshed naturally. <laughs> so that's a way to uh, save electricity, mm. to use electricity from Sweden, Norway, which comes, uh, it's hydroelectricity. So it's kind of carbon neutral. Mm. So it comes at a better cost. And thanks to this, you can say, all right, it doesn't have any cost on the planet. Yeah. So let's use even more of them. Let's go to mm. the metaverse. Let's have an avatar. Let's, uh, why not ask ChatGPT something really silly? And we keep using and using and using more of this. Mm. So what you got to see is on the one hand, it's getting so much better thanks to technology, thanks to moving the cloud somewhere else on the mm. world. On the other end, that keeps you having even more ways of using the internet. And this is a race here between mm. the technology and the wisdom which, with which he uses such a technology. Mm. Yes. And, and this is what we're in now. Yes. And so in some ways what you're saying is to cut down on the 366 billion emails by having worse email etiquette. Like maybe the solution is that we just not be as polite. So we never say thank you, <laughs> never send a thank you email. You well, know, just only send, you know, the I, important emails. I don't think that would change much. If they <laughs> okay. were to do something and I really mm. give solutions because it's also an investigation about those around the world mm. who have found solutions. And one of these solutions is, for example, the Fairphone company. It's a Dutch company. Mm. And they said over the world, Fairphones, which is like an ethical, environmentally friendly phone, basically made of metals which have been extracted somewhere around the earth, mostly, in, you know, in Congo, somewhere like yeah, this, yeah. in better conditions, more respectful of the environment and of humans than if they were, uh, you know, being extracted for the sake of Apple, for example. Mm. So basically, it's it's a better phone for the environment and they want you to keep your phone for eight years. Mm. So they make it repairable. Mm. If you want to change the camera, you change the camera, you don't change the phone. You just change a piece of the phone. So basically, it's a phone that will last longer and that will have less, that will make your digital life having a less material impact, which is most of the mm. internet and digital pollution. So if you want to do something first is whichever phone you get either you get a fair phone or if you get an Apple phone like I do I have an iPhone mm. I have an iPhone 7 I bought it second hand I will maybe resell it second hand I mean after I don't want to use it but in mm. the meantime it's broken six times and I repaired it six times batteries screens button whatever kind of things so that my phone will last longer and longer and this is what you got to do yes right because there's a whole section in your book about phones and and the impact and I sort of you don't think of your phone as as having much of an environmental impact. It's such a small thing compared to say a car or a fridge or something like that. But you talk about the the number of materials that go like the actual I'd never really thought about how many metals and stuff like yeah. that that you need. It's some yeah. it's like twenty five or fifty two it's some sixty, seventy. 60. Oh right. Yeah. Every day you use sixty or seventy metals because these are the phones the metals in your phone. And mm. we have no idea about that. Yeah. And actually in your phone there is not only what's in your phone. There is all the materials that have been used indirectly 
to make your phone happen. Mm. In your phone, in a way, there is water, mm. there is coal, there mm. is uranium for the electricity that will help uh, refining the metal. There, there is oil for uh, transporting around the world, shipping around the world, all the various components of the phone to the Foxconn mm. manufactories where everything will be assembled into a phone. So you have to make the total or all of these commodities which eventually help making your phone possible. Mm. And that comes to the result that your phone is not 150 grams, but 1,000 times more than 150 grams. 150 kilograms. This is a real weight of your phone. This is a number, the amount of materials <laughs> that is needed to make a small phone. So you believe it's small, but in yes. fact it's big. You believe it's light, but in fact it's heavy. This is a complete paradox of things. You really believe, oh, that's a good news, you know, because my phone is getting so small, I'm, mm. I'm going to have less of an impact than if I were using the phone of my grandmother, <laughs> you know, the circular phone. Mm. That's bullshit. Yeah. It, got, it comes with an even bigger impact because it is small, because it is made of diluted metals in the Earth's crust. Rare earths from Australia, by the way, from Montvelt in <laughs> Western Australia. Linus company. <laughs> and, uh, and, and you need to extract even more, even more, dig even deeper to get these very diluted metals, which have such amazing physical and chemical powers, in order to put just one gram of this mm. freaking rare earths to make your phone vibrate, because that keeps your phone vibrating. And that comes at a huge material cost. So nothing is virtual. Everything is material. And the more virtual you get, the more material you get. Mm. This is so unknown. Mm. And we need to be aware of this. Okay. So projecting for you said uh, the way we use the internet now will be very different in 10 years' time. Oh, yeah. And it's uh, I don't know about you, but don't you love going on ChatGPT? And, I've and, never been there. Oh, what? No. Oh, no, you're an idiot. You should definitely, it's so much fun. No, you know what? <laughs> I, yesterday evening, I thought I would do so. And mm. I was just like, maybe my first question would be, how nice is Charles first? Should I go? <laughs> and I didn't want to take the risk of having Chad yeah. saying, don't go. So <laughs> I, I, I didn't write any question yet. <laughs> no, but the thing is, like, surely, like, because that seems to me a fairly revolutionary technology. Surely what we should do is just keep going on, you know, make AI better and better and better and then get it to come up with the solution to all these problems that you're talking about. It's exactly the point. You know what? We killed God, as you know, right? We've yeah, been yeah, killing yeah. God for the last 100 years. Yeah. But no, we recreate a new God. Mm. Um, this is ChatGPT. ChatGPT, what should I do? Does, you know, mm. what's, what should I do for the, next, um, for, mm. for, for the rest of my life? And somehow you can believe this wonderful, you know, machine which tells you, mm, I know better than you do. So it's kind of a God. Mm. And I have a good news for you. Another good news, Charles. Uh, this is a green God. This mm. is not, it's a God for green. I mean, why don't you ask ChatGPT, what would be your solution in order to save the planet? We humans just can't do that. We just try and we fail. Mm. Yes. And if the machine were actually, you know, in a better position to know what we should do. And this is something that lots of scientists are thinking about mm. on the US West Coast. Why don't we make a machine which is so powerful, an IA, which would be an IA for green, and which would tell us what we should do for the next 200 years? And this is being thought about. Accelerate the digitalization of our lives mm. because that's going to come up with so much data that will create deep learning sets for powerful AI 
to tell us what could be next. Mm. And these questions are being thought about at Oxford University. There has been a two-day symposium. Uh, it was theoretical questions, but fascinating questions. So what's going to happen if we let an AI make the world green for us? Will we be responsible, we, our generation, with the world we leave to our children? Mm. This will be the machine. And there's a question. Are we sure that the AI will not say, oh, you want to protect the planet? Let's get rid of the humans. <laughs> so you want a, a Earth-friendly AI. It's the first which, thing that comes to mind, isn't it? <laughs> which becomes a human non-friendly AI. Yeah. How do you parameter the AI yeah. in a way that to save the planet it doesn't go against human interests yeah. these are fascinating <laughs> philosophical theoretical questions that scientists are starting to ask right now mm. um, I, I really loved working this yeah. book working on this book <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Chaser Report. Less news, less often. Can I just run you through some of your factoids that sure. you have in your book? Because they're sort of they're sort of fascinating. Um, the so if digital technology were a country, it would be the third highest consumer of electricity behind China and the United States. Yep, it's about ten percent of electricity consumption. Yes, and uh, that would probably that would probably be doubling by the end of the decade. Because and and that is because. Our use of de digital technologies just rises yeah. exponentially. Yeah, and, and technological progress goes less fast than the new ways of using internet, such as ChatGPT. So in this race between better technological progress mm. uh, for using less electricity per data consumed... Uh, On the, on the other hand, there is more, uh, you know, uh, usages. So basically so it, get, it goes... It, it gets higher. more efficient, but we... Yeah. But our love of doing stuff on the internet... Exactly. ...outstrips the efficiency uh, Exactly. This yeah. is the point. This is why it's becoming a serious issue. This is becoming one, in my view, and I wouldn't have worked two years on this, Charles, if I believe that would be, and that will be, one of the most important ecological issues mm. of the next 30 years. And that makes me turn to Greta and the climate generation. Yeah. All these wonderful, I love them, young, going into the streets on the Fridays, saying we want to save the planet, don't take planes, don't mm. use plastic, don't eat meat. Very good. But what about your freaking phones, user, mm. user young? You're having... You are 18 years old in France and you already had, had five phones. You're mm. on your sixth phone. You're spending for an American on average seven hours and 22 minutes on internet every day. Mm. It has an environmental impact. Mm. So you tell me what to do, my generation, mm. but are you sure you're going to come up with better solutions? It's provocative what I'm saying, but yes. I won't, I'm not sure the climate generation is really what it thinks it is. So you're saying that the average American child spends seven hours and 22 minutes on social networks every day per day yeah so my kids my kids spend on average seven hours and 22 minutes on their phones per hour <laughs> <laughs> i would be interesting to know yeah. how she does but also it's due to you know obviously uh this uh 
brain. Uh, yeah, how yeah. do you call that? Oh no, it's definitely breaking their brain. But, terrible. But you know, brain rot. Meta and <laughs> other companies want you to watch more and more and more of this. They want yeah. you to keep very interested in the blue. They love the blue because they know you like blue. So they choose the best possible blue in the world in order to attract your attention. Mm. There are 13 million different shades of blue in the nature. Mm. And uh, Microsoft once for the Bing research tool, mm. searched the perfect blue and it asked a machine, what is the best freaking possible blue so that you will spend more time on your phone mm. and your auditor will spend 10 hours per hour on her phone? It's because there is a specific blue which runs the internet and that keeps you very much concentrated. Wow, that's so I investigated that. And, uh, and there is a red too. There is a yeah. specific red. But, but isn't it? But in your book, you say the internet itself is green. Yeah. Like, like, it, like it's got a color. Yeah, actually. Uh, How does you, that work? If you touch, if you t because internet is made of is made of cables. Mm. Your data goes through the oceans. Mm. Forget about the satellites. 99% of your emails go through the oceans mm. and in submarine cables made of fiber optic. So when someone sometimes is taking the cables outside of the, of the oceans to recycle them, mm. then he invites me to come and see these recycled uh, cables, which are waiting to be recycled in a port of Porto uh, in Portugal. Lovely. And basically, the, the, you know, the, the big, uh, uh, you know, um, submarine cables are there and I look at them and they are black and green. And I'm just like, but this is a color of internet. Yes. Internet as a color. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm seeing internet. I'm watching literally internet. I put my uh, tongue on these submarine cables. It's salty. So I've just tasted internet. Mm. It has a taste. It's not sweet. It's salty. Mm. Internet has a smell. You can smell it. If you go into the graphite mines of China, where the graphite is being extracted in order to make batteries for your phone, the graphite out of the mines, when it's being refined, has the odor of an old butter. This mm. is a smell, one of the smells of internet that I've experienced. So you can physically sense mm. internet, literally, and you can understand that it's not virtual, it's a thing. Mm. And, and as Greenpeace says, it's one of the, it's, it's, it's set to become the biggest thing ever built by the human race for being connected. Mm. And yet we have this illusion that it, that it doesn't exist. It, like, exactly. We're sold this idea that it's, because it's, it's nowhere. It's, it's buried. It's mm. under the oceans, in the, under the soil. Mm. And because it's somewhere in the air with, you know, spatial internet, mm. all these constellations of satellites that we will hear about, but mm. we will never see them. Well, the, well, this strikes me as a very important message to, to get out to the world. How, how do you propose uh, spreading that message, Guillaume? Oh, that's like, a, uh, a good question. You know, like what's, a, what's an efficient way to get lots of people to know about it? Well, like, I really started with this email. You know, follow <laughs> an email. There is between you and I, shall one matter. Okay. If I do send you an email right away or a text message or mm. whatever thing on WhatsApp or on social networks, where will, the, where will this uh, uh, message go? Do you think it's going to travel one meter? The real distance between you and I is 10,000 kilometers. It's going to run yeah. at the speed of light, almost light. Mm. And it's going to come to your phone within a second. But mm. still, it will have traveled 10,000 kilometers. So the real freaking distance between you and I is what I've just said. Mm. Keep that in mind. You're listening to us. You're going to, to 
you want to, you know, send an email to your mother who is just sitting next to you or whatever, keep this in mind that the distance between you and the others, it's much more than what you think it is. Mm. That would be a way to, to say things. Also, don't just believe technology. Be very careful about, oh, technology will solve everything. Oh, we're going to turn virtual. Mm. Don't worry about anything. It's going to be fine. Mm. Uh, this is uh, dangerous. Uh, you know, the, 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 the future of humankind, the future of humanity just cannot come just out of technologies. It may also come on yourself. How do you want to change your relationship to these technologies? How do you change your behavior? How do you change your consumption lifestyles? Technology is a comfortable way to keep us distant from this very deep and, and, and clever and critical questions. And we should go back to that. We should go back to this very powerful message, mm. which may be kind of a, yeah, like, yeah. what do you do of your lifestyle? Keep well, an eye on that. It's almost like we, the current prevailing sort of ideology of the world is techno-green and, and, exactly. and, and that actually what you're saying is we actually need to change our sort of ideological approach to... to a philosophical approach, like that, that essentially we've adopted a false prophet. We are living a technological revolution, but what mm. about my inner revolution? Mm. We are uh, making, uh, you know, leaps of uh, progress. Mm. What about my leaps of consciousness? Mm. We don't think about that. And, and yes, we, 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 we have to go back to that at some point. And um, technology, once again, makes us feel... Because you spend 10 hours an hour on TikTok, you don't have to think about that. You just think about the next video mm. and that, you know, brings you to having your brain completely destroyed, by the way. Mm. And then when you really want to think about that, technology will solve everything. And once again, uh, if you really want to uh, get, you know, engaged into these climate issues, obviously uh, the question is, how do I not only think as a consumer about all these things, but as a citizen, and, mm. and, and all these questions, Charles, make us want to think as citizens on this. Do we just want to believe on the next technology, the green AI, mm. the green powerful AI to change everything? Uh, what about, uh, my question would be, what about the political implications of that? Mm. Uh, what about, for example, the impact of social networks on democracy? What about the impacts of TikTok on on? On, the, on, on your physical and mental health. Mm. Uh, what about the geopolitics of all this? And if we were taking all these things into consideration and to think that maybe the debate and the goal is just to go one step further with the next iPhone, but to think of all the new limitations that these technologies bring, mental limitations, physical limitations, democratic limitations, geopolitical limitations, ecological, material limitations, and how do we keep, I and mean, we start having a debate which asks us to be not only consumers of these technologies, but citizen-wise. Mm. Well, that is very inspiring and far too much effort. I think I'm just going to go back and um, get on my phone and, and uh, <laughs> scroll through the TikTok a bit. Um, <clears throat> the book is called The Dark Cloud, How the Digital World is Costing the Earth. It's by Guillaume Pitron. It's out today and yeah. um, you can get it at 
all good bookstores and I assume pretty bad bookstores as well. Can you can you download <laughs> it on Kindle? Like, yeah. You, do, do the most um, you, ironic. You, you can e-read <laughs> it and yeah. this is a question, Charles. Yeah. Is it better to e-read it or to, to take a paper, to have the surely, hard copy? Surely this, this is, is worse. Surely the physical book is worse. Like This is this is a tree we've but, killed. But you have to buy a Kindle before. Yeah. So you need to buy a Kindle. So how time, how many books does it take before you, you know, balance the environmental cost of your Kindle comparing to the environmental cost of the book? And what's the answer? Well, it depends on who you're asking for. It depends if you're asking to Amazon or if you're asking to a bookseller. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But basically, I would on average say that you probably have to read 60, 80 books mm. in order to rebalance yeah. the environmental cost of your Kindle. So if you're a good reader, yeah. go on your Kindle. If you just read one book at a time, mm. don't buy a Kindle for buying, buying the dark cloud. Go to your book or bad uh, bookseller and get the hard copy. Mm. Okay, Ooh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, it's complex. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Guillaume. My uh, pleasure. Our gear is from Rode. We're part of the Iconist Class Network. Catch you tomorrow. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.